0: <laughs> Zach's on the board of everybody <laughs> and for the first time I think he's made the first mistake I think I can ever say he's made Emily Raymer with you glad you're joining us some of you have already known you know the gentleman who's with me two-time Candidate for United States Congress, Steve Reynolds. Stephen, how are you? Ed, how you doing this evening now? Uh? Well, I think you and I are doing a lot better than a lot of people are doing in Tennessee, especially over in West Tennessee. been a rough weekend in Tennessee this weekend. It sure has. Yeah. And uh, folks, we're going to talk a little bit about it. We've been talking about it since, uh, well, since I come in, me and Zach were, were talking about it, and Stephen come in, and uh, they've had a rough way to go over there, no doubt about it. I tell you, Ed, you know, you
1: look at what's happened in this state. Uh, Gatlinburg burned to the ground a few years ago. Right. We had all of the terrible tornadoes in Nashville a couple of years right. ago. Yeah, this uh, extreme flooding event in West Tennessee, and you got to wonder when folks are
0: going to try to wake up and say, you know, what's what's happening to our world and well, what that's what we do I had to make it better. When you know, when the COVID th- and, and then you throw COVID in on top of all of that. that that's right. that's that's a whole different bag of tricks. But when pictures were posted, and most people have seen them, of, of major cities around the world, of the before and after, where the traffic had been pretty well subsided, because everyone wasn't was at home working, or they had shut down, for example, I think I think my wife told me they'd shut down Iceland again. Uh, new, uh, very new, Zealand. Popu- new Zealand. Zealand. It's yeah. New Zealand. New mm-hmm. Zealand. Uh, very small population compared to us, of course, but... But you, I saw pictures of Los Angeles, California, uh, Milan, Italy, all around the world, major cities before smog, after, during the pandemic nothing or very very little very very little
1: you know ed that's funny because right here in rutherford county uh they're ending the emissions testing i know yeah and actually that's you know a lot of people are happy because it's kind of a pain and it costs eleven dollars but you know actually that's really good news because the reason why we were under emissions testing was because our air was so dirty that's right and now our air is clean where it meets the federal standard and so we can stop the emissions testing so uh, it's good news that that in the state of Tennessee, in Rutherford County, that our air is cleaner than it was 20 years ago. It's I remember great. when this went into effect. This wasn't a law; this was a lawsuit, right. mm-hmm. and it was right. the whole reason why we had to pay to have emissions for
0: 20 years. I'm telling you, and um, but it has worked. That's obviously it worked. Know. Yeah, because we're within the guidelines right. now. EPA mm-hmm. set that up, and they sure uh, did. That's an agency. So don't don't get started, folks. That's an agency started by President Richard Nixon. Okay, so if you're going to blame somebody, blame blame President Nixon. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it's the truth. It's the truth. It's one it of the best the things truth. he ever yeah. did. Yep. You know. Yep. All right, I'll tell you what, Stephen's here with us. He's here for the balance of the hour. Thanks for doing this, Stephen. Absolutely, I always Ed, always come a come pleasure. Up. And Zach's on the board. We're going to get this thing kicked off. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer. On your good neighbor station, news radio, WGNS Murphy's And this is Edwin Lee Ramer Show. That's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. The Edwin Lee Ramer Show. I'm your host Ed Ramer. The show's produced at studios of WGNS A.M. 1450 100.5 101.9 fm right here in the heart of the great volunteer state murfreesboro tennessee you can reach us tonight with your questions comments or ideas and text at 615-893-1450 that's 615-893-1450 like i said if you don't want to go on the air and be live and we understand it, some people don't you can send a text to us and uh zach will read it for us uh over the air and uh uh read it for you over the air or he'll just write it down and give it to me we, if you have a question for me or Stephen, or, or just any, a comment at, at, at will uh, my guess as i told you is mr stephen reynolds and you can also listen to us via the internet uh, at wgnsradio.com and at facebook at the edwin lee Raymer show on wgns and of course that's the facebook live and we're on there i think are we on there now mm-hmm. we, we are we're up and running and you can download the WGNS app, and I ask you to do it and take WGNS with you wherever you go, listen, whenever you wish. Stephen has the podcast, the Man in the Middle podcast, great, great material. Angela Bingham's on here every night. She's a fine gal. She just left at, at 7 o'clock. She's on from 6 till 7 and uh, doing a good job. But Stephen and I want to come up and talk some, talk some local politics and what have you tonight, and uh, we've already got a caller on the line, and uh, I think, uh, caller, go ahead if you're with us, please.
2: Mr. Ryan Mr. Reynolds, how y'all doing?
0: Well, we're fine. Is this Jeff?
2: Yeah, Is Mr. Reynolds? How you doing?
0: Jeff, I'm doing fine,
1: buddy. How you doing?
2: Pretty good. How's that? How's, how's, how's that diggy in Reynolds Highway? Y'all hooking up in Virginia? How's that? Yeah.
1: D- uh, D- uh, we're Reynolds working highway on it, man. Y'all,
2: y'all getting ready to, ready to be a, Y'all might need to do some rows in Waverly over there. Y'all might need to hook up over there. There's about three uh, state routes of the highway. can okay? Ain't got no roads there anymore.
1: Boy, well, I tell you, is that the Buffalo River over there, Jeff? is that what that so. is? I think
2: so. I was going to tell you, I was reading a story about that, and there was a guy in a bread truck. He uh, got on the highway and said there wasn't no road anymore. Him and a UPS truck got stuck over yesterday, yesterday morning. They, they stuck over eight hours. then not get home at 6 p.m. last night.
0: Yeah. Over in stuck West over. Tennessee, right? Stuck over in Waverly. Waverly.
2: Waverly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Waverly. Stuck
0: all the floods, all the floods. He got stuck over there for eight hours.
2: He didn't get home last night at six o'clock. He was, make, he was gonna make his last bread delivery. He, he got stuck. He got stuck on a road for eight hours. There wasn't no road there.
0: You know, I don't. I don't know that much about that area over there in West Tennessee, Stephen. You may know a little. Bit. Jeff, well, it's I, flat, Ed. It's First flat.
1: off, it's flat. Well, you get seventeen inches of rain.
0: Seventeen inches, in, right? In, in twenty well,
1: four hours. In twenty four hours, there's nowhere for the water to
0: go. And mm-hmm. the bad news is, and Jeff, I don't know if you heard this or not, and Stephen, you too, they had been before the city council and county commission t- discussing this problem for years. Right. That, you know, we, hey, we've got a flood problem here. Right. Apparently this is yeah. not the first time they've had an issue with this, and now this time, I mean, you've got more than 20 people that are deceased. You've got more than 40 that are unaccounted for. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: it, it, it's really a, it's a nightmare it's really situation. A, really horrible. I hope they can, uh, I hope they can uh, get the. Hope they can get the, uh, the aid they need to uh, get the roads built. Cause I know Steven knows all about that. But building them roads is going to be really rough to uh, get the roads rebuilt, them especially in major highways. You know, Those Jeff, I highways. think they
1: shut down uh, I forty for about uh, four or five hours yesterday. Great. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't
2: mm-hmm. doubt that. But uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I know you guys going to talk a lot about uh, a lot about a lot of different a uh, lot of different things. But uh, I, I did want to say, uh, 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 Miss Ralph, so I just want to say. Uh, a to Mr. Uh, Mr. Valentine's family and passed away yesterday. Uh, you know right. from the uh,
0: the virus. Of course, I don't know if y'all heard the Titans coach. He's got the virus. Did y'all know that. Heard that not I, to today. I heard yeah. that today. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. He contracted the, uh, the virus. He's, he's got the virus, and uh, they had long news tonight on that on the sports part of it there. But uh, he had he had it and uh, and everything. So, but uh, it, it's not a it's not over with yet. I tell you, there were so few football games. And, you know, uh, canceled this week for uh, COVID. And, of course, up in Kentucky, there was a couple of early on, they, they start their uh, fall sports week before we do. And there's was a, a, a soccer team up there. Well, not really deep in the state, got over the state line there. And they had to cancel three games because of the, uh, the, the COVID. They were, had about 10 of them in protocol. And also, Stephen, I know you from Colin con over at Manchester, the middle school over there, they, they, they had practice for about a week and a half now because they had a COVID issue they supposed to play Tullohoma Middle School football, and they, mm. they're not going to play it until the Labor Day weekend. And, of course, you know this week is the uh, coffee pot game over at coffee. Can't them, you know, how Manchester and Tulloma, they really like each other over there. Oh, they yeah. They're part of the world. But uh, y'all, y'all, I'll hang in there. I, I enjoy y'all's show. Uh, and uh and Steven, it's
0: good to hear from you buddy and i'll talk about you later see y'all jeff see thank you again. and i thank you for your complete support of this broadcast i appreciate it he listens every week and i certainly appreciate his input always welcome and all the rest of you as well thank you all for listening thank you to all of our sponsors right now by the way um but um uh, Stephen, I'll tell you, the West, the Waverly thing is just, you, you see it. On, I mean, it's just made national news. I mean, this oh, is yeah. a terrible thing.
1: It, it's, a, it's a real tragedy. You know, I think you've got to look at um, things like TVA that was yeah. brought in for flood control. Sure. You've yeah. got to look at your investments on how we can minimize this going into the future. We've got to uh, start designing our infrastructure to handle these uh, extreme weather situations. Right. Uh, stop letting folks build houses in floodplains. That's
0: exactly right. Uh,
1: you know, there, there's a lot of things. That, you know, same thing with the beach, right, In hurricanes. No That's wonder exactly that people right. can't get insurance on Jacksonville Beach for their right. million-dollar beach home, you know. Right. And sure. uh, so we don't want to get in a situation like that. And how we can help prevent that in the future is to start better planning for these types of events and pouring our resources yeah and so that people's you know, homes don't get washed away
0: and Stephen, as you and i've talked many times and uh, we agree a lot on our politics are a lot alike and things like that but to get people that know what they're doing, people like yourself, just like you, it's going to cost some money. You can't bring somebody in for thirty thousand dollars a year and expect them. I, I don't know anything about infrastructure. I know nothing about yeah. it. You know, well, I might be able to drive the truck and dump the gravel. That would yeah, be probably, about yeah. it, and I'd have right. to have, I'd have to be prepped on that. You know, but, uh, you know, I think it's like your dad told you once. Uh, uh, to look at, you know, uh, the shovels. What is that, Dad? That's a shovel full of gravel. No, son, that's a shovel full of money.
1: Oh, yeah, for if sure. If you don't believe
0: it, call that big 22-ton truck and see what a load cost you today. They don't tell them what it was.
1: Well, we, we have what got, it is today. Th- These are national security issues when we they start are. talking about these extreme weather events, when for we sure. can't transport our goods, when our citizens are being washed away and, exactly and right. flooded away. That's a It's a matter of national security. That it is. And we have to start looking at our infrastructure. You know, what, what was the whole reason why Eisenhower put in the highway? system was to get a tank from new york to california if we had to if we had troops right and so really these infrastructure issues are national security issues you can't have a community without clean water you can't have a community without clean air we have to start looking at the at the welfare of our citizens and how we're going to appropriate our money going forward for the, for the kids. Exactly. All of us, we're, yep. you know, we're going to live off of what our grandfathers built 40 years ago.
3: Well,
0: that's what I say, and that's what we've, we've come to the conclusion of here on this broadcast, is a lot of these modern-day builders and people that have made such good money, mm-hmm. they have rode in on the backs of giants. They have. And, 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 you and you failing know, it, to remember what these, these giants did for them. Everybody, and I'm going to say this, everybody from Al Gore to— uh to jim sasser to bart gordon all these people that appropriated money and had money coming into this area the greenway as i understand pretty well was could be credited to bart gordon in in large part lots of things lots of things not only that middle see
1: a lot a lot of our exits and uh, right highway money things that we got
0: here right okay we're going to go to our first series of breaks right now. I want to uh, always say thank you to Michelle Hauser, Hauser & Associates Law. Family law, child custody, divorce, parenting agreements. Uh, and By the way, folks, agreements that she can draw up, which she's working on some right now. If you have uh, your son or daughter, they've reached age 18, and they're going off to college, you might want to get with her and have an agreement drawn up where you would have some type of power of attorney over their finances and over their hospitalization. Okay, they are an adult. If you go to an out-of-state hospital, or maybe even a state here, a hospital in this in this state, that doctor legally cannot tell you what's wrong with your child. Yeah, they can't tell you, and uh, that's the thing that a lot of us don't think about until it's too late. And a lot of this goes to like we've said before: don't do your estate planning with tears running down your cheeks. I had a lawyer tell me that once. But Michelle can do this for you. She's working on one for us right now for our children. Address is 1500 Medical Center Parkway. Give her a call at 615-801-8602. That's 615-801-8602. She's right out there at 1500 Medical Center. She's right by Burger Republic. You can get you a nice burger before you go see her. And you can reach her on the web at com. Back with you right after this. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run. Or if you need someone full of fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PI of MT.com.
3: I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.
0: All right, and we are back. Also, I want you to check out Complete Yard Care. CYC, we do it all. Lawn, low maintenance, landscape design. You need to give these guys a call. They do retaining walls. Those are beautiful retaining walls. Tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut, mulching, landscaping. You can give them a call at 615 785 0384. That's 615 785 0384. Or you can check them out on the web. We've got a great website, Complete Yard Care TN com That's CompleteYardCareTN.com. Got a five-star ranking on Google. It's better than I've ever had. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. And check out that low-maintenance landscape design because it does work. Okay? It's beautiful. All right. Stephen Reynolds is our guest. Stephen, thanks again for coming up. Uh, we're talking about, again, we're back to the infrastructure. I know and it's not sexy and it's not exciting and all that. But just, and, and we're a little... This is this is early on in the Waverly situation. Sure, what have you seen that, that do you think could have could have helped well, with the situation? Now, water we know seventeen inches of rain. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's not, I mean,
1: you can't really engineer design something for that sure. type of an event, right? Yeah. But what you can do is have all of the resources and everything ready when those events do happen. Sure so that you can mobilize quickly, get people out quickly, get them housed quickly, get them health care, medicine, whatever the things that they are the need. So I hope uh, the good people of Tennessee are, uh, we know we're the volunteer state, and a lot of people headed that way, trying to help sure. folks over there. We know the President of the United States. Uh, we have, uh, uh, the word Tennessee has come out of his mouth about three times in the last well, week. Well, unfortunately
0: it has, yeah.
1: Uh, all of it's been pretty bad news and unfortunate news but we have the president of the united states willing to help us and um anyway i just hope that folks uh but but as far as what can we do ed that that's really questions we've got to ask people like the tva i mean i mean they're the ones that part of their mission is flood control in the tennessee valley now technically the question is if you're west of the duck river is that really the tennessee valley there's you know lots of questions like that but um but anyway uh, we've got to plan for these events and do things right. that are better
0: well you know i had uh the new general manager of consolidated utility Dist- district on roger goodwin okay he's out of west chicago a okay. town sm- smaller town west chicago yep. and uh, his background of course is in the water business okay mm-hmm. and uh, it's like uh oh boy and i can the man's name escapes me the boy that's head of head of the uh, all the press releases and everything out there. I'm sorry. I, I can't remember your name right now. But, uh, but he made a statement here said, you know, there's no day off in the water business. Absolutely. Absolutely and that's not. really
1: what we're talking about. We've got to yeah. talk about how to manage too much water and how to manage not that's, enough.
0: And they're doing that. They are doing that. And, you know, it's it's, it's amazing when you start talking, well, who cares about water? So what? You know, you go to the tap, turn it on, get your drink of water. Well, that's fine until you turn on the tap and you don't have any water coming out. Yeah, okay. right. And right. it takes men and women working.
1: Dedicated get water professionals.
0: To, yeah, and they, they are. And I know that sounds, but it's not, again, it's not sexy. Right. And it's not, you know, it's not. But these are the
1: types of heroes that we need to continue to celebrate. The guys you. that are paving the roads, the guys that are cleaning exactly the water. Right. The nurses and the doctors in the hospitals, uh, obviously, right. they're getting a lot of attention, well-deserved attention right sure. now. Um, I'm not sure people are listening to them. At least not here in Rutherford (laughs) County yet. I know. And and, and I know we're going to transition to Phil Phil Valentine. But right right now, Rutherford County, we're still below 40% vaccinated in this county. That means six out of every ten people you meet has not been vaccinated. And it's like, and, and of course, we can get on to the to the schools. Uh, my last podcast, the Man in the Middle podcast, I actually agreed with something on with Bill Lee. Exactly uh, the need for more civics education in the Tennessee high schools. That's about all I can agree right now with the governor on. And watching these schools is it. like watching yeah. a train wreck in slow motion.
0: Our children at stake.
1: It's a train wreck in slow motion, and at, when are we going to get to the point where we say, and, "Look, we all want the schools open." Ed,
0: sure. And the kids want to be there too. The kids, they miss their friends and all that. I know do. you know that. Of course but.
1: they do. But we've got it. Why? Why does it not make sense to take every precaution that we possibly can to protect these kids so that the schools can stay open? As our caller mentioned, Jeff, there's already sporting events being canceled all over. I want to see the sporting events, but sure. let's do it in a safe way. And then we'll find if everyone would participate in a safe way, we'll find out whether this stuff really works or not. If
0: you've still that's got exactly questions, that's exactly right. Yeah, we've got a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead. You're on the airline.
4: Hey, Raymer. Good afternoon. Good evening. This Hooper Pignol calling in. Uh, Howard
0: Hooper Pignol. How are you? I think you know go. this fellow here with me. You ever seen him?
4: No, I don't believe I recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hear him. I tell you what.
0: Yes, it is. He's
4: doing a great job. Really.
1: Thanks, Hooper. It's great to hear from you. I, I saw you yeah. at the post office. No, I saw the driver's. Uh, the
4: post office. My pictures there. Yep, wanted yep. or not? I think that's where it was. Yep. or something like that. Yep. I just called in to uh, talk about the the Waverly and Humphreys County water issue. Uh, back in 1978, I was a public affairs officer for the Tennessee National Guard. We had a propane gas explosion there in Waverly.
1: I can remember that, Hooper.
4: And it blew up the town. Yep. Caught the town on fire.
1: Yep. Mm.
4: I got a call from General Carl Wallace, who was there, and said, hey, come on down here. We need to get on a helicopter and go down there as fast as we can. And we went down there, and it was just devastation. Yeah. And I'm sure it wasn't as bad as what's going on right now, but it it's it, Probably was. Waverly has had its, uh, you know, share of misfortune. More than, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
4: more opportunity to to devastate than anybody, probably here in the state right now with all this water that's come through. But uh, that that was a terrible thing back in 1978. So that that puts us back way back, John. <laughs>
0: It, yeah, uh-huh.
4: yeah, back, but uh, I just wanted to share that with you and your listeners.
0: Oh, I thank that, you for doing uh, it because I was not aware of that. I, I didn't move here until 1980,
1: so yeah, I, sure. I remember it, Hooper. I was a kid. It was all over the news. It was like a bomb went off in that community. It, it was. I, I want to say there and was the toxic first, chemicals involved as well. There was a.
4: The first report I got was from uh, the director of the Tennessee Merchant Management Agency. He Said Hooper. I think there's been probably 50 or 100 people killed. Wow, man. Well, I reported that, and it didn't amount to that. And always the first reports are normally bad anyway, so that was a lesson learned there, you know, but uh, it didn't amount to that many, but it it was a dangerous situation. A railroad, and by the way, his, his name was Hooper. His last name was Hooper, was the director of the uh, public affairs for the L&N Railroad that went through there. So that's sort of my connection with him. Right. But it was a dangerous thing, and I'm sure the people in Waverly, those older folks like, like us, remember that and can remember the devastation that it had then as compared to what's going on right now. And It's just terrible, and I feel sorry for those people over there that are having to deal with this right now, and I, I hope that they they will will come through this, and I'm sure they will because Tennessee is known for for survival. You know, so uh, I just wanted to share that with y'all, the listeners. Well, I'm tonight. glad you
0: did. And Hooper, uh, while you were doing that, our, our producer on the board tonight, Zach, he just pulled up some pictures from that tragedy back in I 1978. Did. Yeah, and uh, Stephen's sitting there looking at them right now. They're on computer, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs>
4: well it was it was a terrible thing
0: oh yeah
4: uh uh, we did not know what was going on and about the same time this happened the memphis fire was happening over in memphis and uh there was some revolts going on over there about the same time and there was some guard troops coming up from camp shelby and that's when the governor activated some people as well so it
1: Hooper, who was our governor then? Was that um, was that Lamar uh, Alexander?
0: No, Lamar didn't go in until eight. It was 80, right before Lamar, yeah, so it, it, it had been to be Ray, Ray Blanton. Blanton. Ray Blanton, yeah, I would say. I well, would say that. it was uh, it,
4: it it was um, not Governor Ellington, <laughs> but it was <laughs> no. the one that came in after Ellington. Uh, uh, he's from West Tennessee. and I can't think of his name. Ray right now. Ray Blanton. It right, there, no, man. it wasn't Ray Blanton. It was the governor that uh, uh, he told me <laughs> he. I got a call from his office, and he says, uh, "When are y'all going to activate the guard?" I said, "Let me find out." General Watson was at a conference up in Knoxville. Yeah, and and uh, Ken Renner was the public affairs officer at that time for the governor and i'll think of his name in a minute (laughs) that's that's all right hooper
1: hooper that's uh my name right
4: now it just skipped skipped me well hooper that's also uh, the
1: home of the loretta lynn ranch right uh which is kind of famous a lot of people go over there and float the buffalo is what it's when you uh, canoe or raft down the buffalo Mm -hmm. rivers a lot of fun Uh, and i think there's some trout farms anyway I, i saw today sadly that the guy that had been that had been managing loretta lynn's right. ranch for the last 30 or 40 years was uh missing or presumed yeah uh dead um from the flooding oh it's, so it's terrible really more a tragic, than more tragic than 20 situation. people uh,
0: more than 20 people confirmed dead yeah and about more than 40 still unaccounted still for. unaccounted so, for. You know. yeah hooper you got anything else
4: well, no, that's all I have to say, and I, I'm i sorry I couldn't remember the governor's name. That's all right,
1: Hooper. We'll look it up here in a minute.
4: Hey, yeah. you know, when you get old, you can't remember everything.
0: That's okay, so yeah. It's not only when you get old, I can tell you that. <laughs>
4: okay.
0: Hooper, I want to talk right. to you about Y'all redistricting.
4: Thank you a lot. Bye-bye. Thank
0: Bye. you, Hooper. Bye. Okay.
1: I'd love to talk Cooper to some sometime about redistricting, Ed, because uh, yeah. that's right up Hooper's alley. And, oh, uh, me. I know. Uh, there's some reports came out from the new census. And anyway, it's a little off topic. But in Rutherford County is going to get a new state house seat mm-hmm. uh, when you look at the population gain. Uh, sure. Anyway, I want to talk. We could do a whole show on that get Hooper sure. up here and talk about right. how that once mm-hmm. we get closer to that. But it looks like uh, a lot of the rural areas of Tennessee have lost population. Right and rutherford county has gained a right. massive population mm-hmm. and um so anyway it's going to be interesting to see how they chop all this up ed and yeah how, how, uh, where that, our elected representatives yeah. come from
0: and yeah how they're you know do you think there's an option i had a man down in winchester and i've told you before that we may end up as our own congressional district is that a possibility, um, well, or say us and maybe one or two other counties? Yeah, that, that's a real possibility,
1: Ed. You never know. It'll throw the whole state out of kilter uh, right. when you talk about these censuses like this. But basically, the courts have ruled that, that each district has what's called an ideal population. Right. Like for State House, fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 people. For Congress, 700,000 people. Right. So if you're way above that, you're going to— lose a few counties or if you're way below sure. it's, it's right. going to be interesting they'll put it all in an algorithm and the algorithm will spit out how they think they should divide it up okay. and then they'll obviously be a lot of hanky-panky I, I don't i don't want to say that in a negative <laughs> way democrats do it republicans do it they sure. all do it yeah they gerrymander it to their advantage yes they do and yep. um, democrats have
0: done it and Republicans, no, they, that's just that's the way it is. I know, I, I know. Be. I
1: shifted gears real fast from Hooper oh, right. right there, but Hooper made me think about that, um, the redistricting and yeah. all of that that's coming up quickly. We'll we'll know a lot more in the next six months. Right, you could have lawsuits, uh, all sorts of things that go on uh regarding that so but but uh give you an example some of the data has already been pulled tim rudd's district remember i told you plus five or minus five
2: right right. is
1: the of the ideal population is what the courts shoot for well tim rudd's district is plus 42. so wow uh, every other state rep in the rutherford county is at least plus 15. Uh-huh. So that basically means okay. that there's gonna they're gonna have to split up Rutherford County another way. And put we don't know the what, but here.
0: something's going to be done. There's there's no right. doubt, yeah. And okay. and
1: so to your question about the congressional district, that also will play a role in how the congressional district is carved out, right?
0: Yeah, i was talking about on a federal, you know, on, yeah, yeah, on mm-hmm. federal mm-hmm. level. Yeah,
1: True. and I, you know, that's a bigger question because it, mm-hmm. it involves so many. But once again, they have to hit these ideal these. Plus five, minus five of seven hundred thousand for a congressional district. Right, and so they have to divide that up as closely as they possibly can. Wow. Uh, so there's a lot going on in the
0: world. Well, and not Ed. to mention what's going to happen in the foreseeing ne- next ten years. Yeah, right. That's what it'll be for the next yeah. ten
1: years. Whatever they said until the next. And in the next ten years, here we go again. That's right. You know? That's right. And and really, what the census has showed us it is the rural areas are losing a lot of population. I right. don't think that surprises a lot of folks, but really right. <clears throat> there is a migration to the suburbs and the urban centers all over the country, and um, and that's really what the census has proven out. Right. And, and it's a shame because the people in – I believe a lot of the people in rural Tennessee are – left behind in a lot of ways in a lot of ways and the fewer people the fewer representatives they have the less in even less influence they're going to have to turn that around
0: right and you know you and i have talked about this too and many times uh you know the the internet uh you know broadband Oh, has yeah. become the new electricity oh sure you sure. know in the early with tva would come about electricity get electricity at every home every business you know right. because in that time of our history there wasn't electricity everywhere there wasn't running water in a lot of places That's you know right. but now broadband has become that because there are places right here in rutherford county you can't even use a cell phone you know right and sure certainly can't have computers and i've told this story a hundred times i know but I was down in uh, part of the district when I was visiting some radio stations uh, last time you were running, and those those McDonald's and Hardee's and all those places are chock full at 2.33, 3.30 in the afternoon. I thought, what are those kids doing in there? Mm-hmm. You know, they, was, they were doing their homework. Doing their homework. Because they that particular location had internet access. They could plug in their laptops or whatever. Right. And then they could go home, right. you know. Right. And that's what, and the restaurant was good enough to let the kids do that. That's very; it was nice of them to do it, and I'm sure it made made them a little money too, you know. But, sure. Uh, but they were there well, for that purpose. And you know, you know uh, have you ever seen the movie The Hunger Games? I never have. Okay. No,
1: I haven't. Well, basically, you have two classes or multiple classes of society, and I'm I'm so right. worried that's where we're headed. And I know that we have classes now, but 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 the experience in rural Tennessee of, of acquiring access to the world wide web is much different than it is in middle or in the urban areas or in murfreesboro for example right and so all of that changes us it's the same thing with the mask with the vaccines all of that is dividing people into two groups and subgroups of people i know and 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 we've got to come together ed and we've got to realize what common sense is
0: well you know and and we, we we've discussed this and i think a lot of our listeners will know that by the way, Larry and Sharon, hello. Thank you for, for listening. I think you're online and many others. Um, but uh, the Phil Valentine, tragic situation, Yeah. which I was really, really hoping. I said, you know, hey, he's a younger guy. He's probably in pretty good health. I think he can get over this. And when he comes back, he's got a large following. He could have got a lot of people vaccinated and said, hey, people, I was wrong. You know and and his family had admitted it they'd been all over the news networks his brother and and everybody and said you know we've had a change of heart here because this thing is real and and now he's gone yeah and it's it's just a shame you know well you know i i, I
1: had one of my conservative friends you know say something well i guess all of you liberals are happy phil valentine no actually everyone Uh, i know wanted him to live and come back and tell all of his followers to get vaccinated vaccinated, man you know and 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 to help people to people so it is a shame Um, You know, Ed, you and I both know that that probably the real Phil Valentine didn't believe a lot of the things that he said.
0: No, I had a young lady that told me that just the other day. She said she got to meet him on a couple of occasions and he was one of the finest people you'd ever meet.
1: A lot of people have a lot of good things to say about him personally. and said he
0: was nothing like what you hear over the air. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, it's like when people get to meet me, they say, you're really a great guy. You know, you're nothing like that jerk you're on here. Well, you got to think that, that at some point, yeah, Phil, Phil
1: Valentine
0: Phil had Valentine. to choose his audience uh, and know. his money. And he did. And in the, on the buckle of the Bible belt. You what know, he thought was right. What he and thought was right. And, and you know, but, uh, you know, uh, but she said he was just one of the finest, that he was one of the sweetest people she ever got to meet and just a wonderful person. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I, you know, I and we also lost another great uh, Tennessean, uh, Don Everly of the Everly
0: Brothers, right. passed away. One of the greatest yeah. songwriters in history. Wake up, little Susie. All of them. I know they we were from my Nashville, neck of the woods, Moultrie yeah. County, where where yeah. I was born and raised in Hopkins County. Lived in Nashville. Lived was, in Nashville. A lot of folks yeah. didn't realize that. Uh, actually, now had did the, he die of COVID? Uh no, I, no well okay. they didn't say, okay.
1: but okay. Uh, but All he was he was representing. Well, another getting, big uh, loss for yeah, our community. He was,
0: he was on up there. I, I would imagine. Had now Phil had passed. Phil yeah. had passed away. I think already, so. I yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, a lot of songs still being, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, telling well,
1: you. Uh, well, and uh, being a recorded. lot of folks don't remember, but I think Bill Wilson would appreciate this. he had, uh, he had twin sons. That had a heavy metal band back in the eighties. If you guys remember that, they sure did. And they had a couple of videos. Really? Yeah, yeah. They sure that. did. Yeah. they had this long blonde hair, you know, and they were. I dead that. A hair metal well, band. If I'd
0: known that, I, I don't. I don't remember that. Yeah, but I, you know, they sure did. Yeah.
1: yeah. He also wrote a song for some friends of mine called the Cactus Brothers from back in the nineties. Uh, Don Everly wrote a song for them that's on one of their albums uh, from those oh, I, guys too. Lots yeah, of songs. I don't
0: doubt it. it's. It's amazing. Uh, you know, I heard Elton John say once in a, in a show he was doing, he said, after I finish a song and play it and get it down as best I can, he said, that's probably the best I'll ever do that song, you know, until if we get going to the studio and record it. And said, then after that, it's on its own. And said, so goes the life of a song. Yeah. Right. And he said, I've had songs that we put out, he and the band would put out and they'd lay dormant for years. And then all of a sudden a movie or a soundtrack picks it up and Bam, it's a hit. Oh, yeah. You know, all over it's again. It's all over again. Well, it's so. like
1: Dolly Parton, I'm fine, Tennessee, oh, and once said. Great. Whitney Houston was her. I will always love you. She, she thought it was great. Whitney Houston made that a number one hit. Yeah. And she, yeah. you know what she did with the money, Ed? What, what Dolly Parton did with the money from the royalties from Whitney Houston made for her for that song? She invested it in minority communities all over Tennessee to help people. With reading programs and nutrition programs, and housing—that's what Dolly Parton did with that I'm money. I'm telling you, you Dolly about,
0: Parton is just uh, she's, she's a saint. She's something else. She's a, she's a saint. Really, she's and the the saint. She's the saint of Tennessee. Yeah, and and the things she does that you'll never hear about. Yeah, and right. not out. You know, you know. Look well, she, here, what she, I did. She and, you gave know, a million oh, dollars just to Vanderbilt for the Moderna vaccine. Well, she a gave them money. You saw that Gatlinburg had had burned, Gatlinburg she, burned, she came through again. I mean. And I know, it's not like it's going to break her or her husband up. I understand that. I mean, they, they're they living very comfortable, but it's nice to see a celebrity do that from time to well, time. Well, it really it's, is. It's, it's nice to see anyone with, well, wealth, with and, wealth
1: and, and yeah, that to, to do that and help the community. Yeah, and I'm
0: not saying they got to go down the road throwing out $100 bills a fistful right. at a time, but, I mean, right. you know, they have the means to do that. Absolutely. And I, I wish I had the means to do it. I, I probably never, I never will, <laughs> I don't guess, but... Uh you know, that's that's a phenomenal thing. What an
3: amazing really.
1: story, Ed. But you know, back back to the Phil Valentine stuff, you know, we're right. still battling like like we said earlier, six out of every ten people you run into in Rutherford County is unvaccinated. And we really gotta do better than this, Rutherford County. We've got to pull together. You know, a lot of these politicians all know it's true, and they know what's the right thing to do, and they're afraid to say it, so I'm glad I'm not elected, Ed, because, you know what, even if I was, I
0: wouldn't care about being reelected. I would tell people what's the right thing to do. You know, uh, one of the fellows, I I believe, I'll stand corrected, he's with CDC, he was on CNN earlier today with Jim Acosta, and said, we're at the point now in the in the, the as this thing is played out we are all going to get COVID man I hope not that said now if you've got the shot yeah your chances are a lot better of not right so but if you have not got you're going to you're going to contract the COVID you know virus and that and, and so it some, can be prevented you can you
1: can do things not to, but, you know, Ed, know. There, there are so many scary things. You look at the long term. You know, we all know people now who have lost loved ones, lost family members.
4: David settles
1: uh, more, uh, early on, I, lost their son, Darius. Lo- lots of people out there that are suffering and uh, grieving right now, and we can do something about it, Rutherford County. We can get out there and get vaccinated, and right. we can stop this crazy madness over – arguing about a piece of cloth covering your face it's it's time to stop all of that and do what we can to keep these schools open and uh i'm not afraid to say it you know and you know these long haulers you know that there's a new study out that if that the typical if you have a mild case of covid on average the iq is dropping seven points and if you meet people who have survived COVID, every, every, it, people that know people that have survived uh, pretty serious cases of COVID, the first thing they say about that patient is, he's changed. She's changed. She's not the same person anymore.
0: Well, yeah, the memory, the the, the, the smell, the taste, everything. That it's they, like a
1: post-traumatic mm-hmm. stress disorder. Right. When your body is constantly in fight-or-flight mode for weeks right. on yeah. end, yeah. you're going to have post-traumatic stress disorder. And sure so people – uh, there are all of these consequences. It, it, you know, it may only kill a small percentage of people. That might be acceptable right. to some. It yeah. really shouldn't be. But, but the fact is, is that we're going to have to deal with this as a country. Our health care costs in the future are going to skyrocket from all of the people who have to deal with the long-term issues of having this. right? And and so we're going to pay more in health care, uh, the vaccine passports that everybody's against. They're, listen, the more this stuff comes, the more likely those things are to happen.
0: Well, I mean, and you're going to have to. You know, these people, I'm not getting that shot. And I ain't taking nothing. You know, it's going to be approved. I think you said earlier it's going to be approved tomorrow. They're saying the tomorrow. FDA, the FDA tomorrow? is giving full approval tomorrow. This will give the companies more, that more gives, legal that status to say, hey, you, you got to have All of it.
1: the companies, right. legal clear to say you, if you want to work here, you've got to have the vaccine. Right. And that's going to drive, mm-hmm. and a lot of people say, "Well, I'll just quit." Not well, and and you know that's that's
0: that's your option.
1: That's your option mm-hmm. to do that. That's
0: some area that This freedom thing's a real wrench, man. But but
1: I tell you, once we clear this legal hurdle, right, I think you're yeah. going to see a real strong push, especially from employers. Look, employers don't want their businesses shutting down under, with under, you know interruptions, right? right. People getting sick. Uh, right. Liabilities of being sued for not having a safe work. Place all of these things are going through all of these big companies a here. liability
0: issue that's yeah. right
1: if you own a small business you can do what you want pretty much but these big companies you're talking about walmarts and the home depots and the right uh all of these major especially publicly traded companies they are going to mandate that you're vaccinated well i've got
0: people in my family that republicans that you know they they, they had the vaccine yeah you know right. and uh Yeah, they didn't have a problem with it you know i mean we've been getting vaccinated the boys that have been overseas uh one of them works with with my brother over at franklin tennessee and he said, "Man, I I did two or three tours over, overseas. And I've been vaccinated for everything. So I've had as so many sh- I've been oh, stabbed yeah. so many times. Can't tell you what I've been vaccinated for. You know, right? And those boys have to have that. Yes, that's that's the na- that's the nature kind of the beast. Kind of smart when you're traveling to a country. I'd that say has, so because you have you know, to have it. Have, I mean, right. and you're at the point now if you have not had a COVID vaccine, I doubt you'll be getting on an airplane." That, that's in the future. Uh, like people I said, these, listen, I'm that. not happy about this. I'm not happy we, about our, it either. Our
1: economy cannot function without all of us. Yeah, all of us. So these things that divide us, like the virus raging in the passport, uh, that just, it just further prolongs how long the rest of us are going to have to go through this. And this is the thing, Ed. All of it my does. back, all of the people that have done everything right, and have tried to do everything right that was within their power. They're all getting angry right now. I'm going to tell you, there is an they anger are. building. And, mm-hmm. and, and so they're saying, hey, why should I even care about these people anymore who just refuse to accept the facts and re- accept the science I know. and listen to the yep. people that have studied medicine their entire life?
0: Yeah, I, I'd rather listen. To, I, I've said before, and I know everybody's heard me say this, but I don't do my own doctrine and I don't do my own lawyering. Yeah, right. You know, it's kind of crazy. I don't crazy. diagnose myself. Yeah, uh, yeah. I and have a family doctor that, thank goodness, does that. And yeah, right. goodness knows we've got plenty of attorneys around town that I know. Yeah. So we got well, well, how's your bed,
1: Ed? Hey, are, do you have any uh, uh, worming issues with your cattle or your horses right now? Oh,
0: Folks, you're going to not. Okay, tell the story.
1: There, I'm not going to say the name of the medication, but there Good. is a preacher out of Williamson County who has been promoting on social media a certain dewormer for cattle and for horses as a cure for COVID. Now, Ed, okay. I know smart people, and and, and and I hope. Listen, Ed, I want to say this. I hope that psychological uh, psychologists and sociologists are studying this phenomena right now. I can't because believe. I know thing. very prominent smart people oh. who have otherwise detached themselves from reality. Yeah, and I'm want right. to take a horse dewormer <laughs> over a vaccine? Then this is like something out of a tragic Shakespearean <laughs> comedy, and and it's really sad. And, and, and listen, I, I'm I, laughing,
0: but I, it's it, it's it, uh, listen, on. it's just farfetched. Healthy.
1: I mean, here's the key word it: healthy distrust of of the authority is 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 okay. The key word is healthy. Right. But right. when you've detached yourself from all reality, that you're going to listen to a preacher in Williamson County and swallow a horse dewormer, we, <laughs> Houston, we have a problem.
0: <laughs> we have a serious problem. I, you know, with that, we're going to go to our last series of breaks, folks. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I want you to check out Complete Yard Care low maintenance landscape designs it's the thing folks his slogan is we do it all retaining walls trump tree removal stump grinding lawn sculpt mulching landscaping they do it i check out uh, their website at complete yard that's complete yard care tn.com they got a five star google ranking on google it's better than i've ever had and check out his retaining walls they are beautiful i'm telling you And you can reach them at 615-785-0384. That's 615-785-0384. That's complete yard care. We do it all. Check them out on the web, please. Back with you right after this. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run. Or if you need someone full of fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219, or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PI of MT.com.
3: I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.
0: We are back. I want you to check out Michelle Hauser and Associates. I've known Michelle for a number of years now. I've served a lot of papers for this lady. She does a family family law practice here: child custody, divorce, parenting agreements, mediation, if you need it. Her address is fifteen hundred Medical Center Parkway. Okay, that's out uh, by Burger Republic. That's where she's out by the. I think they call that area the Fountains. And I can't keep up with all the names because so much is going on. Check out her website at boroughfamilylegal.com. That's boroughfamilylegal. Or you can give her a call, 615-801-8602. That's Michelle Hauser and Associates Law Family Law Practice. Give her a call if you need her. She's worth worth the bucks, I can tell you that. Okay, uh, everybody get their medication taken? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ever, You know, the other one I heard was they were going to give the COVID shots to the cattle and we in turn would eat the beef yeah. <laughs> this caused a memo from the governor of tennessee
1: for the rumor you're talking about
0: yeah uh, had to send kidding? out a memo had you to get
1: endorsed by the former president in a non-election year which was really really weird yeah right i mean makes you wonder hmm what's going on here Let's go yeah but, Ed, you know, a lot well, of folks want to talk know. about Afghanistan this week. How about that? you want to touch on I, that?
0: Well, yeah, and, you know, I think uh, someone asked me, uh, well, just several people have asked me, and I'm sure they've talked to you about it, I think it would have been a disaster for any president. I, I, well, I, I mean. I really do. I, uh,
1: uh, uh, retreats and withdrawals are right. messy. They're just ma- ask U.S. Grant.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean. You know, just ask MacArthur in the Philippines. Sure. Uh, it's... Uh, you know, I think they've done as well. Yes, you always do look back. It's always your best teacher. You're looking back, you know. But sure, we just didn't know. Well, you know,
1: uh, these folks that are um, more concerned about the withdrawal from Afghanistan than they were about the Jan- January 6th insurrection right. and the attempted coup, of our country that's exactly right it really says a lot and i think that we uh the other thing a lot of veterans kind of got triggered this week because of the withdrawal from afghanistan right yeah. and uh to our veterans out there you know you did accomplish the mission the mission was to go find osama sure. bin laden and to kill him that's exactly right and they accomplished yeah, that they mission did that. Yeah. the whole idea that we were going to introduce democracy and freedom to afghanistan yeah. was a disaster from the beginning right And the fact that we did all of this, we didn't declare war, which the constitution. If you believe in the constitution, the entire Afghan war was illegal. Right. Now they use this thing called the AUMF, which is the Authorized Use of Military Force, which is a way that our Congress could once again sidestep voting for war. Right. So that they wouldn't have that on their record. You know, see, when you vote for war, certain things happen, like the president can conscript eighteen-year-olds to go Mm -hmm. fight in the war. By the way, uh, people say you can't mandate a vaccine, trust me, if you can take an 18-year-old and transplant him in a foreign land, you can mandate and and die fighting for his country, you can mandate a vaccine in this country. So, I mean, uh, but anyway, but Afghanistan was messy, but we had to get out at some point. Right. And yeah. and I'm going to use a word here, Ed, that, that some people throw around a lot around here. It's called personal responsibility. Right. The exactly. U.S. government told American citizens 90 days ago, you need to get out of Afghanistan. That's exactly but right. But they showed no personal responsibility. And so now where our soldiers are risking their lives trying to help them get out because of their lack of personal responsibility exactly in getting right. out of the country.
0: I mean, man. If I did, well, I had a choice. I'm not there. The reason I'm not yeah. there is I like being here. Yeah, right, right. Well, we have I mean, a caller on the line. Yeah. Terry, go ahead, please. You're on the air. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing fine. Good,
4: a good conversation this evening. Thank Look, you. I just have a quick question. I'd like you guys to ponder it. Um, we need to find out the source of all of this misinformation we know some of it is coming from the hinterland and we know some of it is professionally spent, and we know the source of where that money is coming from to spend it which has been proven uh... you know with that report that was done but we need to find out who's doing all this out in the hinterland who's spending all this lies and innuendo and, and stuff it, It's it's why people are dying. Yeah, and we need to get to the source of it and dispute it. Yes, that's all I have to say. keep up the good work,
0: Terry. Thank you very. Is this Terry Livingston? Yes. Okay, Terry, thank you so much. I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you on the Facebook. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. He's out of Knox County. Yeah, well, Terry, couldn't I couldn't agree more. Um,
1: uh, If you ever get a chance, check out my podcast, "Man in the Middle" podcast. I want to say the first season was all about disinformation and what was going on about the we have nation states, the Russian government, the Chinese government, the Iranian government, intentionally trying to mislead us, intentionally trying to uh, fill our people with the wrong information, to distrust our institutions, to distrust our experts, Ed. I have never been to medical school. No, I, I haven't on, either. No. On
4: all
0: things medical, I'm sorry, I still default to the doctor. I have to do the same. No, no you, you don't want me diagnosing you. I, you, and, know. And, you know, if my, ho- if my horse
1: or my cow has a worm problem, <laughs> I'm going to call the vet.
0: Steve, I'm not I- going to look on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, I mean, but
1: and this is where these vehicles like social media, people talk about free speech, but the social media has a double edged sword to it. They've done a lot of good, but there's also opened up channels for the American public to be fed misinformation from nation states who want to weaken our country and weaken our national security sure. yeah and that is a fact it goes all the way to the nsa the cia the fbi every military intelligence agency all says it's true and so it's so we have to understand what's happening to our people like terry said we said earlier that most of these people are educated in a lot of cases affluent people right I know. Who were smart in so many things and in their field, but they have just completely disconnected and detached, whether it's a political statement, where it's the ultimate yeah. anti establishment statement. I don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. But we're being attacked. We're being attacked in an asymmetric fashion. From, uh, from foreign adversaries, you're exactly right, Terry, we need to get to the bottom of this, and we need to stop it. That doesn't mean stop free speech. That means stop the proliferate proliferation of right. lies in this country. And mm-hmm. when someone lies, we don't say it's a false truth.
3: Yeah. We say
1: it's a yeah. lie. Right, and that's what we've got to get back to. People are a lot of people on the left. We're very nice people tend to be. We don't like
0: to call people liars, but when someone lies, we need to, especially the media. Well, I, you know, I've always prided myself on doing that. If uh, if someone, you know, says, "Well, I heard so and so," I'll know "That's a lie." Yeah, right. right. That's not. That's not just. A, that's a mistake, or that's just untrue. No, right. it's a lie, friend. When you tell them, it's a lie. Yeah, you can flat get their attention quick. Oh, well, well, people you know. are
1: ready to fight at that point, and they then they tip. Not us. with
0: me, no. If the well, they well, no, you know that I you know it, no, no, no. I mean, I know it's a lie. Right. It's right. Nothing physical about it. No, it's a lie. You're yeah. per. You, you know, you're you're pushing a lie. Yeah. It's not true. And it's amazing you know. that
1: we would have so many citizens that would do the job of these foreign adversaries and unknowingly and unwittingly do the job for these right. four. It's scary. that we you know a lot of people saying we have a pandemic of the coronavirus and we have a pandemic of misinformation right Uh, i think a vanderbilt doctor coined that phrase and i couldn't agree more because that's what's doing this to this community and and unfortunately we've said this before ed it's going to take a lot of humility
0: that's exactly right a
1: lot of people to realize or to to fess up or to see with their own eyes Uh, For it to happen to their own family before they'll believe it.
0: That is just such a shame. And like I said, what has happened with Phil Valentine is is just a terrible, terrible thing. I really, really was in hopes that he could get back on his feet me too, and get back to that studio and get in front of that mic and start hawking that vaccine. And I believe he could have done it. Yeah. Uh, Probably would have lost his audience, but yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, it, I, I, well, I, I, agree I with you. Yeah, I mean, he might have lost some, but, you know, hey, mm-hmm. uh, this thing is serious. And it's not just, you know, and, and this thing of, okay, well, I know we've still got the code. We're going back to school. We've got to play football. We've got to play baseball. Uh, we're getting back to work. Okay, okay, wait a minute. Maybe you're not. Because this week, my wife was sent back home. Yeah. Apple Computer. All the They're keeping companies. all of their people at home till till at least January. They can't handle the liabilities,
1: year? Ed. They can't right. handle the disruptions in the work schedule. Right. They don't want their employees to die. They actually uh, they actually believe their employees are their best assets. Some people actually believe that. Some I'm companies telling. actually believe that and want to take care of their people. Um, and and the longer this goes on. The few you know the fewer people that the longer it takes to get people vaccinated, the longer it takes to convince people to wear a mask out in public.
3: the I know. longer
1: this thing is going to go on, I don't know how else to say it. Uh, it like I said, people want to distract, they want to talk about Afghanistan, of course that's ugly, but man we're in a we're in a code red here in the United States
0: and well that we are. And you know, I, you know, we hope to be out of the thing by now. But we're going to have to get out of here. Okay. Stephen Reynolds, yep. thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to have you. Zach, great job on the board. Thank you. Thanks, and sir. Uh, folks, stick with us. We'll be back next week at eight o'clock. And until then, I'll catch you down the road.